Mike Savory is sad. It's the citywide special. Eagles training camp is underway. Who has impressed so far and who is disappointed? Should we expect any roster surprises? Could any moves from Howie be coming before the start of the season? Long-awaited Kelly Green jerseys are flying off the shelves. Can Mike Rubin's terrible company handle the high demand? The Phillies bounce back from an embarrassing series loss versus the Pirates to take the first two games against the Marlins. Starting pitcher Michael Lorenzen is acquired from the Detroit Tigers at the trade deadline. The Phillies also pick up utility infielder Rodolfo Castro from the Pirates. Will the moves be enough to round out the team for a playoff run? In American news, the women's national team advanced to the knockout stage of the World Cup, but has the perennial juggernaut lost a step? With the team barely making it out of the group stage, are they still a threat to repeat as champions? All that and more coming up right now. How's it going, fellas? Pretty good. Good to be back. You know, another beautiful Wednesday in Philadelphia. The weather's nice and breezy out. Had a pretty good weekend. Nice to hang out with you guys on Saturday. Go out as a podcast plus one with Hannah. Um, you know, do a little South Philly bar tour. So that was fun. But uh, yeah, feeling pretty good. Glad to be back. Yeah, yeah, it is good to be back. It was good to get out on Saturday night. Had a little scare where I thought I <laughs> tore my ACL, throwing out the pizza oh, yeah. box. Non-contact injury. <laughs> yeah, felt a, felt a pop when I like planted and moved in a weird way. But lo and behold, <laughs> got full extension on that baby. We feeling good. Weather's starting to turn, starting to feel like fallout. Mm-hmm. Yo, I got to ask y'all. What would you consider fall weather, right? Is it upper 60s, lower 70s, I'm, lower 60s, upper 50s? Trevor, you remember like Dave gave me a hard time about this years uh, ago. I think, to me, uh, once it gets in the 70s, that's spring. I think uh, fall's got to be, uh, you know, in the 60s, something like that. So 66 degrees this morning, would you consider that fall weather? Yeah, I mean, a little bit, I guess. I like to think of, because, like, football always reminds me of fall, but anymore, like, you know, you get three games in, and it's still 80 degrees out, 90 degrees out the game. So I feel like when it hits 70 and then goes down at night, I think once the nighttime hits, like, the high 50s, now you're in fall. You know what I'm talking about? That's fair. Yeah. I mean, I kind of feel like mid-60s is is fall to me, but... I feel, I feel like, like once you can, uh, once you can like wear a hoodie at night, then it kind of feels like, uh, you know, fall. Once you start to feel that, like, ooh, it feels kind of cool out. Like it hasn't hit. It just feels good out because it's been so hot. But like, true. Today just feels beautiful. I could go out butt naked and just feel nice and cool. <laughs> I love it because it's been so hot. But like, <laughs> once you go outside, you're like, ooh, damn, this feels like chilly. Now it's like, okay, now it's fall. But I don't know how to put that into like temperature. Yeah. Okay. Fair <laughs> enough. We're not there yet, but. That breeze feels good. Beautiful today. Doesn't smell like fall. I was walking down Snyder Avenue. It still smells like the fish piss. guts, hot and piss, shit. Yeah. yeah, and alcohol. That summer, and, uh, that hot piss summer smell. Still has that South Philadelphia authentic summer stench. But mm. eh, that's enough talking about the smells. <laughs> Trevor, we never ask you how are you doing. You always ask us how it's going. How are oh, you doing? How am I doing? I'm not. I'm not doing too bad. Uh you know, I had a failed a failed attempt to bring my cat to the vet on Monday, so that kind of sucked. Had to cancel <laughs> last minute because she was being an asshole and wouldn't get in the fucking carrier and was hiding, and I couldn't uh, couldn't got to the point where I couldn't really do anything about it. The so, cat in the carrier is a mission impossible. It's a, really, task. It's a real challenge. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I don't know how. If you, if, you're, if you have a cat, if you're a cat owner out there who your cat just like gets right in the carrier, you should uh, consider yourself extremely lucky. Can you trick her into getting in there? 
not well. I didn't really have any stuff available to me at the time because I didn't have any. Uh, I didn't have any treats on hand. I was just like out of everything. Oh, I didn't have any wet food. Damn. So like I was like yeah. It was like just really poor timing. So I don't know. It sounds terrible. I'll, uh, have to figure this out and try to reschedule. No treats. No Can wet you food. A, your vet's right down the street on Wolf, right? Can you put her on a leash? <laughs> uh i don't have i've i've thought about uh getting her one of those little harness things and trying to leash train her that would be cool um you know because then i could just walk her around other places so because yeah. the problem with the crate thing is that if you're only using it to take them to the vet then that's what they associate it with so they freak out as soon as they see it's it fair. yeah but yeah, if it's start uh, some tailgates and shit if it's like something that. yeah or like i just get, <laughs> yeah it's gotta start carrying around other place other fun places i guess Dude, take her what? to the baseball game. Like the, when yeah. y'all were watching the Phillies game today, you seen the cat in the outfield. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, cat. It, they have the dog at the park. Shit, too. I mean, should be able to bring a cat. Yo, when I was walking over, I had the radio broadcast on. They were talking about how the Phillies were playing the Nationals. And they're gonna have Cather Day, where cats are allowed at the ballpark. Seems like an awful idea, but I, if they're leech trained, go for it. There's no yeah. way that many go. I feel, I feel like, like a dogs. Lot of, I feel like too many people are allergic to cats to. Do something like that. That's what uh, Kevin Stocker was saying. He's like, "Yeah, I'm not going to be anywhere near yeah. the." I mean, I guess at least cats. you're if you're outside, then the you're not like trapped in an enclosed area with the the dander or whatever. But also, like, there's no still, way they get well. They get 50 people with cats that come. There's yeah, no how many way. People, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. How many people? Uh, oh yeah, that's like a pain in the ass taking your cat places. Yeah, at least training your cat just to go to that. Just to go to the Phillies game. I'd yeah. just be hard pressed to mention. There's like. A group of people that petitioned the league to be like, yeah. we need a cat day if we have the dog that's day. That's like the like, one thing about, like, I mean, in general, dogs are much harder to take care of. But that's the one thing that's definitely, the dogs get the edge. You got to take them somewhere. You put them on the leash, jumps right in the car or whatever. Mm-hmm. Don't have to worry about any of that shit. Yeah. The cats know what's up. They're like, hold on now. Like, what? I Where are we going? Yeah, I've got it made in the shade like here. Like, places. this is, yeah, what? I just want to nap, eat, and shit all day. Like, that's, I got, I'm cool. Yeah. But, what's interesting. I won't be at that game. it's fair but uh yeah anyway figured we asked trevor how he's doing how butchie's doing and uh you gotta figure that out dude listeners viewers we can talk to the viewers now viewers of the pod if you got any advice for trevor hit us up up that email yeah send an email at citywidepod at gmail with all of your uh cat advice from all yours but yeah well let's get in with them we what phillies were up first their eagles were up first. It's two yeah. birds. I yeah. Seen, uh, a quick football-related take I wanted to fire off before we like really dive into the birds. Not birds-related, but football-related. I don't know if this is like fucked up or if anyone else feels this way, but I'm kind of getting tired of all the Demar Hamlin stuff. Is anyone else? Oh, uh, he had that because he had that first pick. Uh, yeah, this at week, practice, yeah. and it was like going all over social media. It's like Demar Hamlin got interception at practice. Is he it's even- like. Who cares? Yeah, he's, that's what he's supposed he's to do. He's playing now. He's he's, he's got clear to go, and, and he, it's like that's great. And like to be clear, I have absolutely nothing against Demar Hamlin. Obviously, nothing. You know, this is all just about the media frenzy about it. But I mean, like, have you seen? Have you seen the odds for comeback player of the year? He's got to be the top one. Yeah, I mean, Demar they, Hamlin. It's got to be like minus beats, ten thousand. Well, it's not quite that bad, but it's minus. It's minus three fifty. Oh, and then the second. Closest guy is Tua at plus two thousand. Jesus. So it's like already, uh, it, according to it, unless uh, 
I don't know, unless he gets like injured again and they can't that, Which, that dude, would be a funny happened, like, that would be a funny conundrum if they like just really want to give it to this guy, but then like I don't know, like week four, he like tears an ACL or something, he's gotta be out for the year. It's like uh, Dude, don't like, think we can really give it to him now. It, it I mean, could But it's like him. I mean yeah, they, he got some awards and stuff like that. <clears throat> I couldn't tell you a couple highlights from before the tragic I mean, yeah, like it seems like a great dude, but I wouldn't have I wouldn't have known what his name was before. Also, like the highlight, I mean, the inner. Listen, I am glad that he's back and he's healthy, and we all were a bar, you know, part of that whole terrible saga. But like, even the pick at training camp, it wasn't even like he jumped in front of Stefan Diggs. Like, it got tipped at the line, and he like happened to just be standing there. I could have made that pick. Like, you know, it's not a. It's also training camp. They were like, he's back, baby. I'm yeah. like, yeah, you know, I'm glad he's, you know. And it's the like, fact that back. he's alive was him being back. I'm good with that. Yeah, and it's like, as, as it was a very scary thing, but it wasn't like, it wasn't like he had this injury that he had to, like, rehab from and do all this stuff. He kind of just was in the hospital for a while. I mean, they to, brought him to back be, to life. He did to die. To be fair, yeah, he died. <laughs> I don't, I, yeah, yeah, but, but like, I, don't, I don't think I'm you saying should it's say not it's like, not a scary thing. Well, it was very scary. I think he'd rather it was, tear no, his ACL. It was very scary, but I'm just saying the process of coming back from it doesn't seem like it was... It wasn't like an Alex Smith, like where like his leg almost had to get amputated and all that kind of no, stuff. No, he almost died. He did die. You know I mean? <laughs> he did die. I don't know. But, I mean, I think you're kind of making light of this situation a little bit. Well, okay, this is the real problem. It's all just about <laughs> this is the real problem. Is that the the comeback player of the year award is basically just like it's just NFL propaganda. Yeah, like well, it might yeah. as well it might as well be called the. Uh, the Roger Goodell everything is fine award. Right. <laughs> nobody true. nobody be upset about anything. It's true. Yeah. It's just like it's just turning some horrific story about how dangerous the NFL is into like a feel good story. <laughs> it's also and tough. this poor guy who almost died is being used in a pawn in the NFL's uh PR campaigns. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not I don't have nothing against him. It's all the uh just the 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 hoopla. You know what it reminds me of actually is those uh those like stories you see once in a while where it's like um you know this nine-year-old boy uh saved up enough money selling lemonade and mowing lawns to pay for his grandmother's chemo treatments or whatever Damn. and everyone's like oh what a great story and stuff and it's like no it's fucking terrible that's like the most fucked up story i've ever heard why is it like this this is awful I also feel like they picked the two probably worst candidates to give you a full season for that award like you know what i mean like two of no there's no way he'd last a full season. Dude, he, he should have retired. Right. And the, I want that award to go to the guy that, like, you know, twisted his yeah. ankle last season, couldn't play, and has to come back. Or like, all right, I think he should have gone back. to Brandon Graham last year. Right. But anyway, we'll see how it shakes out. I mean, DeMar, obviously, if he stays healthy, we'll, we'll most likely get it. I mean, the story, it's like, you know, what else can we give the guy? But hopefully he's also, like, a Pro Bowl player and, like, is actually really good. That would be exciting. Yeah, to if see. he comes back and he's ass, it's just like, he came back and he <laughs> sucked. He came like, back why just are you going to give him the award? They brought him back to life just to get CTE. That'd be ass. Oh, God. That, yeah, that would yeah, that'd also be really funny if he just wasn't good. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he's just giving Yo, up. I would support just, it if that was the case. He's right. just blowing coverage left and right. I would support it if that was the case just because it would prove the point that the award is meaningless. But the, the defensive coordinator is like, well, I'm not going to be the guy that benches him. Like, you made that call. Yeah. I'm not like... It's like, you know, the Flyers, on the during the Flyers games, they have the... Uh, what do they call it? The... Um, it's like the uh, the like the tough play of the game. I forget what they, they call it. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. 
it's like the, fe- the, fear- the fearless play of the okay, game. Yeah. It's always just like a guy like taking a slap shot to the face <laughs> <laughs> or, or some shit like that. It's like, fuck yeah, this is what a what a fearless play. This yeah, guy just, just taking a, a pop getting, to the nuts. Uh, getting yeah. some guy's skate run over his neck. Like, oh, oh man. man. But anyway, oh. I just had to, I don't know. I just saw I just saw everybody I'm going off about that on Twitter yesterday and it was like kind of pissing me off. Dude, it felt to, like a good thing to get fire. off your chest. Yeah. If like <laughs> if he has a really crazy interception in any game, okay. It'll be a cool moment. I'll I'll, I'll yeah, give him sure. my respect. Right. Bro, it's training camp. Right. Yeah. It's we're like, talking about practice. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We're talking <laughs> about practice. Practice practice. And like, not even pre- yeah. It was a tip ball at the line of scrimmage. Right. When my thumb was broke or my pinky was broken, I could have caught that with one hand. Mm-hmm. Like, come on now. Derek Hall could have caught that. <laughs> <laughs> Your boy. But, yeah, speaking of training camp, the birds look good. You know, I mean, everybody came into camp looking pretty lean and mean. I love the fact that Jordan Davis looks almost 20 pounds thinner. Yeah, you know what I thought was funny is he said he weighs the same. He just trimmed up, but then he was funny about it. He was like... Yeah, face starting looking a little more skinnier, <laughs> feeling good, feeling myself, feeling handsome. Mm-hmm. Like to be fair, like his face did look a little thinner. I think part of that might be maturing. But uh, with he looked Jordan, real thin with Jordan Davis in particular. What I found interesting, it's like the beat writers and whatnot that I've been following, been saying he's lining up in the four three and like four man fronts next to Fletcher Cox. Right. Like, I thought he was going to be a nose tackle and a run stopper, but they're starting to get him in in passing situations. Well, now that they trimmed down all that weight, too, I mean, the guy, decided and said, like, he came in with a mentality that I love. Like, he decides an intense coordinator, and we all knew that coming in here, but the fact that Jordan Davis now isn't, like, that big plug, you just thought he'd be, like, a big run stopper, you know, being a big body to, like, soak up offensive linemen. But if he can get some burst and some speed and some strength on that line, too, paired with... <laughs> Fletcher Cox, and then, I mean, you name it, you put anyone else on the end of that with Hassan Reddick yeah, or Brandon Graham guys, or Carter. Yeah. I mean, what as an O-line, you can't double-team anybody. I mean, I, I don't know what you do with that, but it's exciting to see. Like, I'm I'm very jazzed up to see this team come out, especially in the Kelly Greens. Man. Yeah. That's yeah. going to be. Did you guys order any yet? Nah, not yet. I got I, mine. What'd you get? I, I got an AJ Brown. I kind of, I wanted Reddick, but they were sold out of my size. So I was like, yeah, whatever. I don't really care that much. I'll just get one. Pat, um, you got one? Yeah. I got my Bill Burgie. I'm rocking with that. True. I'm good with him. Just staying, uh, yeah, I've, yeah. I've got Malcolm Jenkins for now. No Kelly Green, but that's an eagle for life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do no, eventually want to get a Devontae one just because Devontae was looking good in that Kelly Green. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. The other Real- ones I have is a. Connor Barwin and a, uh, and a Michael Bennett. <laughs> the Connor Michael... Barwin, you can rock. He's still yeah. with the organization. Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll throw guy. on the Bennett one once in a while. Uh, you know, it's a cool number, like 77. Mm-hmm. But yeah, dude, that, that jersey arrived um, at my door the day after they got eliminated from the playoffs and he never played the Eagles again. <laughs> Damn. But whatever. But yeah, um, training camp stuff. Who else is looking good? Oh, my guy, Nolan Smith. Yeah. Came in yeah. looking good. He's looking quick. He's gotten impressive. a sack every day or whatnot. Yeah. And his speed is remarkable. Yeah. Yeah, I think the thing that we kind of expected, right, with the pads off, that he was going to look that good. He's quick. He's athletic. Mm-hmm. He's young. He's got the juice at his first training camp. The thing that excites me the most about him, man, is just his, like, media presence. Oh, like, yeah. they've shown some interviews of him, and he just loves the people, loves to talk. 
Just seems like an all-around good kid. Happy guy. He reminds me yeah. of Brandon Graham that way. Where, like He's always got a smile on his face. Just, yeah. you know, happy to be playing football. Everyone loves to be here. I mean, a lot of the – I forget. I don't know if it was Nolan Smith um, or if it was Jalen Carter. I think it was Jalen Carter. And he was like, you know, one of the things that I heard coming in the league was that people were like, oh, well, some locker rooms you get into and no one teaches you anything and the, the vets are kind of a dick to you here and there. He's like, here, you come in. If you miss something, bang, Brandon Graham's there. Fletcher Cox is there. Someone's there to help you out to get better. Like, no one's there to – suppress you even he even mentioned Derek Barnett which is like he's a guy who really should be fearful of his job being taken right now hold, hold up we got to talk about Derek Barnett didn't they restructure yeah his they deal? restructured yeah. his deal yep so he's getting less money this year but a higher guarantee if that makes any sense like the yeah. the the contract if let me try to remember this correctly some Howie magic yeah basically it's some <laughs> Howie magic where Derek Barnett is essentially getting a guarantee for this year, but it's mm-hmm. less overall money in the contract. There's more incentives if, like, he plays and plays well. But uh, I was under the impression he wasn't going to make the team. Now it seems like if they gave him guaranteed money, he's going to. Where do you think he fits in with, like, think of your edge rushers, Graham, Smith, Reddick, Sweat. That's your starting four right there. Yeah, I mean, that's your rotation. That's your four-man rotation. Unless Where's dropping- Barnett? Unless Barnett, they're going to stand him up. I mean, I don't, the thing is, too, with a new defensive coordinator, you don't know how they're going to True. rotate these guys. And, and Graham can play in, too. So Graham mm-hmm. is kind of that flex tackle slash end. He's not a true end. And Smith Reddick, might be able to play coverage a little bit. Reddick like, is a coverage guy, too. Yeah, so they can drop. Reddick and Nolan Smith are guys that are flex outer to linebacker. You got Graham kind of outer to in. Where Derek Barnett... He's like your only one of the only him and Sweat really are the only true I guess solid D ends. Like I don't trust that guy to cover anybody. Oh hell no! And I don't trust Especially him to be a D end. I mean, I don't trust him to not commit a penalty. Yeah, right. I was gonna say, yeah. yo, he better not him. be your third down guy. <laughs> we yeah. gotta take bets right now. What game is it that you think he commits his first stupid penalty? I'm gonna say the third game. I'm gonna say yeah, it depends on how much he's playing. I guess. I mean, if he, he, was, he he just needs ten if snaps. If he was getting a good game snaps, to make a mistake, one, but. I'm gonna say who do we play first? The Patriots. Patriots. Yeah. yeah, probably them. It'll come down like the third, fourth quarter. He'll, <laughs> he'll get some more playing time. We'll be up by twenty-five, and he'll like. Do we play week two? Vikings. Uh, yeah, Kirk, mm-hmm. our boy. At home, yeah. Monday night or Thursday night football. Thursday time. night. Yeah, yeah, two days after my yeah, birthday, it's... which is just like last year. Yep. Last year was the Monday night. Or what a, yeah. the same night game, yeah, though. Yeah, it's a night game. First home game. They'll blow them out of the water again. I yeah. can't wait for that game. But, yeah, I think that that was an interesting move. Obviously, Howie, which had alludes to the fact that do they make any moves before the start of the season, regular season starts. And I think that, you know, they mentioned that Howie was going to dip his toe into the safety market right now. And if you're restructuring guys, A, that shows that Derek Barnett is definitely out of here next year. You, you know, right. give him a lot of guarantees and then give him some more incentives. But he'll never hit that because he doesn't really give you a full season anyway or that much production. So, mm-hmm. you know, if he's got to make five sacks, he ain't doing that. Um, but safety... I could see them looking at Buda Baker keeps liking everything that we post and everything that well, they uh, just didn't. They just sign him to a. They gave him a bunch of uh, who incentive on those contracts. Arizona, Arizona did. Yeah. Oh, they did. I oh, must I have missed that. that. They did something with his contract to give him like uh, incentives or money or something. But it sounds like he's staying put. Hmm. Ah, okay. Well, well then sucks. there goes that. Yeah. Well, I don't know what the fuck they do. I don't know. But anyway, they're they're make they don't do that. 
at this time of the year if they're not going to make a move for someone or they're making room to then be able to bring in a guy late in the year like a Indomica Sue or whoever else, yeah, yeah. which at this point you don't really need. Do you think they're more likely to bring in a safety or a linebacker? linebacker. I would hope linebacker. It's got to be linebacker. Yeah, but man. I don't know who's really out there right now to bring in. Yeah. Guys will get cut. Patrick Queen is Patrick Queen. Is he's he still on the block? For, they, I think they, Baltimore. Okay, because okay, yeah, that was the guy. He was on the bubble. Then they brought in. Then Lamar's deal got done. Then they brought okay. in OBJ. You know, it's like okay, they look halfway. You know, somewhat decent, I guess, from a team perspective. But I don't really know. I mean, I don't. The defense, I think they could play today and be a top five defense again. Mm-hmm. Any additional piece would just be security for injuries or whatever else. But um, I feel good. The you offense. Feel, you feel good about linebacker with Nakobe Dean. Who else I got written down here? Bunch of Nico- guys. Ellis. Christian Ellis and uh, Nicholas the Morrow. We, the guy we got from the Bears. And then Davion Taylor, I think, is still there. He's still there from Colorado. Sean Bradley from Temple Boy. Yeah, I feel good because I think that it all hinges upon the fact that our corners, we have a top three cornerback duo. We have arguably the best defensive front. And all of that, all that does is help out every other layer of the defense hmm. the quarterback won't have that much time to really worry about here and there it might help hurt us in the run game which we saw that in the past We're you know not be able to one, cover detroit, any tight ends detroit fucked us up you know week one against you know uh stevenson coming up with with the patriots that'll be a tough matchup because bill belichick right now since he's lost brady hasn't really had a passing offense but their run game is good and their defense is good which is a true bill belichick team but i think that you know the linebackers want to step it up, but I think they know that. They don't they're not coming in. They're probably the least confident group of the defense on paper, and everybody knows it. I mean, it's not like a shock. You know that you lost your top guy going to the Bears. Um, but you know, I think that they'll figure it out. They're all in the NFL, and our defense is stacked. You got great corners on the outside, you got a phenomenal front four. Nicobe Dean could surprise a lot of people this year, too. He's small for his size, but there's a reason why they got him high, too. I mean, you know, they got Jordan Davis and Nicobe Dean, and they got Jalen Carter and Nolan Smith. Like, I think that there's that continuity. Nicobe Dean is a smart guy. He's been learning a lot, too, this offseason, getting his mind right, getting his body right. He's ready to come in, make that next step, and he's quick. So, mm-hmm. I, yeah, I'm not – it's my most shakiness about the defense, but – I feel like they'll be able to get their shit together before the season starts. Hmm. I don't know, man. Like, I kind of feel like Howie's going to recognize that linebacker is probably their weakest their weakest spot. He's going to make a move of some sort. I don't know who the hell's available. I don't know who gets caught that we might look at it and say, even though we got caught, let's try to bring this guy in. But and we'll I'm okay see. with the, that. The Eagles don't have great luck with these guys. Think of. Uh, Zach Brown, remember him? Mm-hmm. Ass. Um, what was it? I can't remember this other guy's name. We haven't had a true. We, we haven't, haven't had. had a, we haven't br- had good luck. A with confident linebacker yeah. since we had Trotter. Really. I mean, I, I'm not even counting Kendricks or Bradham. Like they were decent plugs, but we mm, haven't had like Bradham was good. We haven't had a floor general though. I would say arguably Jordan Hicks. I miss Jordan Hicks. No, Jordan Hicks oh, was yeah. the bomb. I love nice. Jordan Hicks. He yeah. was nice. But we had Jordan Hicks and DeMarc and uh what's it called? Um D'Amico Ryan's. Yeah. That like Simba and like line, they called each other or whatever, Mufasa yeah. and whatever. That was a great linebacker core. But since that got dismantled, we haven't really had a, a confident that's always been our weakest link yeah. and our question mark has been our linebacking core. Never been a priority for I mean, no. 
We won one Super Bowl and made it to another without prioritizing the position. It's it's kind of the running back of the defense. Well, because the right? goal is you go up by 35 and then you figure they're going to have to pass on us. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, linebacker, like the position in general, it's just gotten devalued mm-hmm. because I guess to your point, if you're strong everywhere else, as long as you're average at linebacker, you're okay. My concern is I don't even know if the hell we're average, but. It is a big question mark in that. But, you know, I think that you're right. If there's no need to make a big jump for safety, but linebacker, I would be, I would feel more confident if we had that shirt up, you know. Yeah. I just don't know who's out there. Hell if I know. Yeah, I don't know. We got any other. I think uh, Jalen Hurts is going to make another jump. Sounds like, I mean, he's kind of uh, just uh, kind of flying under the radar now because we just kind of expect him to be great, but it, all accounts seem to indicate that he's been having a very good camp. Had that really nice deep ball to um, to AJ Brown. I think maybe it was like yesterday. sixty or sixty-five yards yeah. on Tuesday. I think, yeah, yeah. It seems like a very underrated part of his game that's getting better is the deep ball accuracy. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, I think that it's not inconceivable that he takes another big step. And I mean, I don't know. I mean, how much how much better can he get? Like, honestly. I think there's a few places he can get better. Um, deep ball accuracy and like, yeah, I will say just accuracy in general is certainly something that, I mean, we saw it in the Super Bowl. Like some of those dimes he was dropping were spectacular, but yeah. like he just needs to make sure that that's consistent. Like that's certainly something he can work towards consistency there. I think for me, the biggest thing, we kind of saw this towards the end of last year, is his throwing on the run. Not so much that he can't do it, but, like, when Hertz puts his head down, decides he's going to run, he doesn't look up. Just runs. And, mm-hmm. yeah, that works, right? He's getting first downs. But, like, what I would like for him to do, like, a few people have mentioned this, is kind of like a uh, the Aaron Rodgers or the Russell Wilson, where, yeah, you're running, you're outside the pocket, you can pick up 10 yards for a first down, but you've got the defense in scramble mode, your wide receivers are in scramble drill, like, dude, look up and see, yeah, defense is focused on me. Devontae's running down the seam. Let me just throw this bomb. Like, that's, I feel like that's kind of been the area that he's lacked. You saw it in the championship game against the Niners, the Devontae Smith catch. Yeah. That probably wasn't a catch. <laughs> yeah. But uh, it, no, it was a catch. It was. It was yeah, it, it was, was as far as we're concerned, as Philadelphia fans that on the Philadelphia pod. definitely on the catch. Yeah. But, uh, like, you saw some of it last year, but. I think that he's got to learn to do more of that because defense are going to be focused this year, especially on making sure they take away those first downs. So what's he do? Throw it over the top. I think that's probably the biggest area of improvement, in my opinion. I think you touched on it. I think that it's consistency for me. I think that last year was, you know, the big jump for him. I mean, arguably the league's MVP, you know, second, you know, runner up for that made the Super Bowl. Honestly, outplayed Pat Mahomes. He didn't lose mm-hmm. that game because Pat Mahomes yeah. outplayed him. Like He had the greatest statistical performance in the Super Bowl that any quarterback ever had. So like you can't really top that. Against a budding dynasty, Andy Reid, they've been there before, Pat, yeah. like that defense, you know, whatever may have you. But I think the biggest leap he can do isn't necessarily a statistical leap, but a mentality. Like you said, consistency. Can he do it again? If he can repeat what he did last year with that same mentality, that same... 
I mean, long. You talk about the long ball. I think he ranked in the top three in oh, twenty his deep plus ball yards. Was great. Yeah, he yeah. was. You know, he did that. You know, uh, run on the fly. Sure, he had the rushing touchdowns. Can run. Didn't take big hits, which I loved. You know, he found a way to get out of bounds or slide or just really just other evade than that tacklers. Bears game. Well, yeah, that was a you know tough, but they were playing tough. Like they're they're a decent defense. It was too. like one degree that day. Yeah. Um, but I think that's you know if he stays consistent that way, if he can run and read the defense now, he'll learn from that. Last year, I'm fine with him being like, okay, I'm just going to go for that 10 yards, get the first down, and run out of bounds. I'm fine with that because we saw that with Carson Wentz where, you know, yeah, sometimes you make that that bomb to Aguilar and it works great and it's like, oh, my God, we just did it. But then other times you throw it and you think someone's there and then you get hit or you fumble the ball or you don't, I don't know, you're not, then you're overthinking, should I run, should I throw, should I run, should I throw? So if this year, if he remains consistent on what he accomplished last year, and just tweaks and fine tunes some other things, not necessarily a leap. I think he'll be an MVP and take us right back to the promised land. You got anything else in the birds? Or is that about just about right? Um, let me see. Do we want to talk about quarterback a little bit more? Uh, I did finish it up last. Yeah, night. I finished it too, Pat. Mm-hmm. You had already finished it, right? Yeah. yeah. I finished it up. Very painful to like. I, oh. I I could I could barely even really pay attention to like the the nuances of the documentary and stuff. I'm just reliving that game, just being like, yeah. I can't believe we fucking lost Brutal. this game. Brutal. Cannot <laughs> believe we lost this game. Yeah, especially like, especially like after he got hurt at the one point, and like, God damn it. Yeah, I was. Oh, I can disgusting. remember when he got hurt in our house. I was like, man, I was like, oh my god. I was like, I was honestly. Because it wasn't like a career-ending injury, obviously, you know what I mean? So I wasn't like, oh, I hope he's okay. I was definitely more on the, fuck this guy, like, let's go. We This is our yeah. game now, you know, we're up by 10. Pat Mahomes is limping around like, wow, this is a crucial swing of the tide here. And then, you know, you watch the rest of the documentary and Pat Mahomes is that guy. But Kermit the Frog did his thing. And uh, it, uh, p- part of that episode... It was great ending, you know. Kirk Cousins doing his little thing, and yeah, Kirk Cousins, Kirk Cousins singing, singing <laughs> the Kelly Clarks. With oh Kelly Clarkson. my god, that was so funny! That was hilarious, man. And then she's like, "I didn't know you could sing like that." Man, also fuck Kelly Clarkson too, because you did that whole thing with the oh, Cowboys. Cowboys. Yeah, yeah fuck her. Yeah, yeah. Mm. boo. But yeah, quarterback. Like overall, I think I mentioned to this to to y'all on Saturday night. We were hanging out. I mentioned this to the barber. Me and my barber were talking Saturday. I'm like, it was better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. I thought it was going to be, like, this real corny, just, like, really just, like, over-documented, just nonsense. Mm-hmm. But, like, the football guy in me kind of enjoyed, like, the football guy content, the play calling, like, the day-to-day grind during the season. The P's and Q's, yeah. And then, you know. like, there's the realness of, like, Mariota, like, having a kid. Like, mid-season. Mahomes yeah. had a kid, too, saw, but who at cares? The, at the very end, when it, Mariota gets the you know, finds out that he's going to Philly or whatever. And yeah. On the just beach. Like, I kind of wish I would stay on the West Coast, but... Uh, they're like, like, that's far. Cold, but... <laughs> he's like, he, by the sh- way, has apparently been ass so far. Yeah, he has camp. not been good. So, well, uh, you better figure hope Hurt stays healthy. He's been ass, but everything I've heard that's been bad is because he's played against Dolan Smith and, what's it called, Jalen Carter. They had them playing on the second team defense. Or, second unit or, or second team, yeah. And that second team O-line's like, we gotta stop, like, we can't handle this shit. Like, yeah, they're, that's they're a good point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like, guess that's true. It's brutal. Yeah, apparently, oh my God. apparently Tanner McKee looks pretty good. He might be our second string quarterback. Could you imagine? Is Mariota on a guaranteed deal? He probably is. I don't know. At I least know. some partial guarantees. I don't think they're gonna demote him like that, but... I mean, 
if Jalen Hurts goes down for any extended amount of time, we're kind of fucked either way. So, yeah. I mean, Foles is out there somewhere floating around. <laughs> <laughs> well, Carson Wentz is out there too. Oh, yeah. God, you <laughs> no, know, man. Okay, okay. I'm bringing Matt Ryan. Going to be playing for the Argonauts a, or whatever. What about uh, where'd Minshew end up? He's with the Colts. Colts. He's like the healthiest. Oh, go well, figure. He he's the I think what is it on the whole team the most? I think he's the longest tenured NFL player on the, on the whole, whole team. Colts team. Yeah, he's like a four year. That's not vet. that surprising. You had shit about Jonathan Taylor. Oh my yeah. god. That owner yeah, is Jim, a fucking scumbag. Yeah, he, J- Jim Mercy is the new uh, Dan Snyder. That was <laughs> terrible. <laughs> you know, Jonathan Taylor's like, I want to get traded out of here. He's like, Well, if we both die today, no one cares who you are anyway. I was like, What the? Why, and then he why starts, would, starts why making that up different? that he's injured. And right. like, Oh my god, yeah. What he's like, I never reported back pain. I'm totally fine now. My fantasy's all fucked up because I'm like, Is this guy gonna play? Is he all right? Is he good to go? He's not gonna play with his heart. Yeah, a lot of question marks. But yeah, they, he might end up on the fucking Chiefs. I've seen something saying he was going to end up on the Bears, which would be what? good for them. Interesting. And would, which would make me look good for saying the Bears are going to be good, but I don't know. I don't, I don't know how that happens. I just saw something on Twitter. Someone was talking some nonsense. I mean, if I'm him, you're at the Colts. I'd be going to someplace that's at least a contender or good. I mean, especially with the way the running the back Bears, market is The now. Bears could contend. You keep telling me the Bears are going to be butt. I didn't say they were going to be butt. I think the Bears... The Bears could very easily win that division. The Vikings are frauds. The Lions had some ridiculous, dumbass draft. I said the they Packers could be a are Aaron Rodgers lists. I mean, yeah. I'm bearing down, dude. Okay. Bear down, baby. Listen, the Bears will be all right. I'm not knocking <laughs> that. But I don't think that they're going to be like a contender contender. They'll be good. I think they'll be. You I know, think they contend for a playoff like, spot. They could be sneaky. Yeah. Good. Talk about. I mean, it. Fields did start to look really fucking good towards the second half of the season last year. Yeah, mostly as a runner, but yeah. maybe he takes we talk the, about a quarterback maybe, who knows. needs to make a leap. He needs to yeah. make a leap. Yeah, yeah, Can yeah. he throw the ball? Can he read defenses? Can he not rely on the run? I mean, pressure's on him too because they traded their first uh, overall pick to keep him. Mm-hmm. So right, which the DJ, I mean DJ Moore should really elevate that now. offense. Yeah, yeah. That's true, yeah. and Daryl Mooney it should take the pressure off him. He's a really yeah. They good. got him some O line help too. He mm-hmm. should be better in theory. We really got Cole Komet too, a good tight end. Yeah, yeah. yeah. all right. You know, we'll see. Meanwhile, Detroit traded away DeAndre Swift and then drafted a DeAndre Swift, like at twelve. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Jameer Gibbs is literally yeah. the same exact running back that you just got rid of, who's you only had for what a year, two years, if that. Whatever, man. But yeah, damn. Dan Campbell's like, I just want you to know to just trust me. I love you guys. And that's he starts, it. He starts that, crying in front of yeah, him. Yeah, that's literally like, it. I like, love you, man. Yeah. yeah. I, heard he, I love I love coaching you guys. I heard he wanted to bring a real line onto the sideline for training camp, <laughs> and they were like, "No, <laughs> why, why would you think this would be a good idea?" Like, what? That's a real football guy yeah. move, just, man. Yeah, just you know, just bust out the line yeah. in training camp, let it loose. Like only the strong survive. <laughs> like you know, Atlanta Falcons. This is, this is how we decide how we make our cuts. If you can, <laughs> if you cannot get killed by this lion, you're on the team. Yeah, everybody run a forty. But this guy's chasing you. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, man. Dan Campbell's a true football guy. But... Yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> definitely the quintessential football guy. <laughs> oh, yeah. In all the best and worst ways. <laughs> uh, fucking, uh, and then, of course, at the end of uh, of Quarterback, the last episode, they go back to now the finished oh, yeah. Mahomes mansion where he's got the fucking oh, fish. Oh, God. Like, oh, we're naming it Nemo. 
It's like miss me with that. I was like, dude, they're the corniest people. (laughs) They really are. Like, I'm sorry. Can't take anything away from the dude as a quarterback. He's possibly the best quarterback that's ever played the game. But uh, super, super corny guy. Real cornball. Hate his wife. Yeah, I lost a lot of respect for him. Oh, man. Yeah. Just uh, the dad's cool. Oh, the dad's the man, like, dude. Anything yeah, involved yeah. with like his now little family is. Did oh. you see the shit about uh, uh, the brother? Like, his brother. Well, today it was revealed at the restaurant where he like groped that that waitress or whatever, molested, or, like, and then like apparently they've had to close. Oh, I saw that the other day. So much negative, like pre- like um, you know what whatever. Damn. So but meanwhile, he's just living his life. Kind of a kind of a black mark on the. On the Mahomes legacy. So I guess you can't blame him for having a stupid-ass brother, but yeah, still. I guess it's more of a, a comment on, on Chiefs fans. Though, I mean, I don't know. That would probably happen in a lot of fan bases. Yeah, it would probably happen here, if we're being honest. I mean, they have had, between now, Mahomes' uh, brother and then that weird... Uh, the Jack Rabbit oh, mascot yeah. guy that used to... He, like, robbed he, banks he, and shit. Yeah, he was oh, a bank right. robber. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what the they're fuck's like, going on with those guys? They're like main. Uh, some There's out something there, in the water out there, dude. <laughs> meth. Yeah, it's called meth. That's what it is. <laughs> 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 yeah. That guy. Damn. Yeah. They're like, wow, where's our crazy ass mascot? Uh, Thumper <laughs> or whatever. They're like, oh, he got arrested. He's like, FBI's like top 15 most wanted for a minute because he's like robbing all these banks and shit. And then go to the game like that same week. <laughs> Wild. Yeah, that's a, that's a franchise that's uh, you know unlike the the former like Redskins, they're never going to change their name or anything because I think people will just go too insane and society will just collapse in the whole state. You know, yeah, we're talking like, Missouri, just... man. Those people, Kansas City, Missouri. Yeah. Oh, barbecue and crack. But I did want to ask you guys though, <laughs> uh, since the Eagles do play on Christmas Day, how do we think a will Santa show up? And B, oh, that's a good point. Will batteries be? You know, are we over the whole batteries and Santa? Are we going to make good? Yeah. Are we going to just? No, do it? we won't say. Are we going to do it just to do it? Like, what's, I, I feel oh, like there should be a, I feel like that should be a uh, because I've always I've always felt that the, it's so like ridiculous that people always bring up the throwing snowballs. It happened in the sixties. Well, yeah, that. But I've, I've always green back though. I've always felt that it it should just be leaned into instead of. People, uh, you know, trying to refute this, like, bad mm-hmm. reputation we have. Like, it should just be, we should just be like, fuck yeah, we threw snowballs to Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't you throw so like, that's because we're real fans and throw snowballs at fucking Santa Claus. I think it would be a cool thing to have, like, a um, every year have a ceremonial throwing snowballs at Santa Claus. Where they just, like, have a Santa Claus come out at halftime and just have a bunch of, like, prepared snowballs and just have like a bunch of like kids or something just throw snowballs at him or something we gotta hope that it snows nice which it hasn't done it in a never snow it never snows well, yeah, here anymore just, anyway you just make snowballs artificial no, snowballs. or just bring batteries yeah just bring or batteries just, yeah. yeah yeah well that's like if you're really doing it, you gotta bring the batteries or and, hot dogs yeah you gotta bring the uh like a big like uh you know those big uh what are like the really big D batteries, batteries. Big, uh, like the big guys and then Surround that, put that inside the snowball. Put it in your freezer. So you got the you got the snowballs, but they got some weight in them, you know? <laughs> the thing is, too, is that, like, you work for the costume company, then they're like, all right, Charlie, like, you're working Christmas Day at the link. They're like, all right, cool, what am I? They're like, you're Santa Claus. I, are you going out that day? You calling out sick? Are you going onto the field? Like, damn, I don't have to do this shit Dude, again. I guarantee you at least 
one-tenth of the fans, or maybe not one-tenth, one-twentieth of the fans at the game will be wearing a Santa costume. Big time. But if it snows, yeah, I really on. hope that they do throw snowballs at Santa Claus. That would be amazing. Yeah. I mean, if it ever snows, it's definitely not that early in the year anymore. It's got to be It never snows, period. Like, it doesn't snow at all. Well, it yeah. snowed last It got, like, slushy out, though. It didn't really, like, snow snow. Man. Yeah, I haven't had a big <laughs> storm in a while. I mean, what year was that when we actually had a big one, a big blizzard? I mean, we tried to help that person with their car. 2016, 2017. (laughs) That was was a long time ago. That was a while ago. Yeah. Not anymore. Mm -mm. Yeah, climate Climate change, change, baby. Well, okay. (laughs) Okay, okay. Is that about it though for for birds for football? Yeah, I think we'll have uh, plenty of time. Talk a little fills, I guess. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm gonna sit. Are they? Where, where, yeah, they probably the they... pulled that one out. If I had to guess, yeah, I feel like that game's gotta be close to over by now. Are we talking three in a row? They they gave back bottom of the eighth, five two. Dean okay. at eight forty five. Phillies finally get a lead. Immediately give hat back half of it. Jeez. A little less than half. Almost half. You can't score two and a half runs, so. Yeah. yeah. What eight. inning is it? The eighth. It's the bottom of the eighth. Okay. Oh, we got it. So they're up right now, I guess. Should yeah. be all right. We Three in a row, baby. We should be decent. Yeah, I'm going to say that we yeah, won that game. That series against the Pirates, probably the most disgusting series Dude, that game all on year. Sunday. That Sunday game was horrific. Brutal. Horrific. Brutal. I was in pain. So like tore my ACL. Brutal. Screaming on the yeah. couch. That sucked. I was furious, dude. Plus they had gone up. Were they down the whole game? No, they, no, they, they, they were um, they were ahead at one point. They were up 2 nothing, yeah. and then Sir Anthony came in, gave up a two-run home run. Um, And, yeah, then it just they, like, kept falling apart I think they went there. back up 5-2 or some, something like that. And then, uh, I don't remember. Some really which, unforced errors. Which I will take that, though, mistakes. because, honestly, going into this stretch of games, I figured, like, we would hopefully sweep the Pirates and then most likely give up all the games to the Marlins as we usually do when we play the Marlins, but I'll take the yeah. weird All I wanted was a series win. Just win two out of three. If you're a contending team, you should be winning series against Well, if they didn't act like, like they that. won the fucking World Series after the first win, like, we would have been okay, but, like, you walked off against the Pirates. We don't have to be chasing guys out the fucking right field celebrating popping champagne bottles and stuff like that. Like, you won a game... You're still ten and a half games behind first place in your division. Like you didn't do anything yet. Like relax. You're literally in a day to day battle within a wild card spot as the defending, you know, National League champs or whatever. Like settle down. You beat the Pirates. Big deal. You know what I mean? Get back oh, you together. Mean the one game that they won. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Like you know, no wonder they lost the next game. Like hello, can't be doing that yeah, shit with that, that team. Oh, yeah. That game Sunday, just so many just unforced errors. Uh, what do you call yeah, like it? A pop up. Yeah, the pop up. Oh my ugh! Or so many just at bats that they just gave away. Like, I mean, they, that's been the name of the game oh, the last man. couple of weeks. To be honest with you, they just they're not they're not consistent at all, especially with the bat. Yeah, nobody's hitting like that. Yeah, I guess one of my big questions right now. If I was at that game, would I do something like this? <laughs> Oh man! I, Damn, dude, wanted, good luck with that. <laughs> yeah. I just wanted to get one. You, in. you wouldn't make it across the Allegheny River. Mm-mm. Yeah, they'd be coming after your ass in Pittsburgh. You'd have to hide in a coal mine somewhere. <laughs> Damn. But now, one of my questions with this, this team, right? <laughs> Sorry, it's like 
do these the, does the offense ever wake up? Yeah, I mean, not as a whole shown any indication it's going to happen. I mean, I guess the one the one thing that gives me a little bit of uh, not panicking is the fact that they've just been so bad at batting with runners in scoring position. And that's something that you would think would just kind of normalize after a while. Hopefully it does. But I mean, they are getting a lot of base runners. It's just I I feel like they just had abysmal luck with not being able to knock guys in when they have guys on, but I don't know. I mean, I guess that's, that's one thing to, that maybe could, uh, you know, start to regress to the mean or wh- whatever the stack guys say. The, the, the lack of hits in meaningful moments, is kind of getting concerning. I'm not going to lie. Like, yeah. you know, I get it. You know, people want to get into a slump and I get, that's fine. You know, it's baseball. You play fucking, you know, a million games. You're not going to be, going crazy every night and i totally understand that however you know trey turner couldn't hit fucking anything he swings at everything he couldn't hit the side of a barn right now good lord but like i'm not asking you to hit a home run every game but hit a meaningful ball hit do you know you're talking middle of the game you got a man on second no outs it's low pressure let's get a little blooper in here get an rbi nothing he strikes out he's swinging for the fences like i don't need you to be the hero here just get yourself out of the slump Focus. I don't know what you got to do to get out of your head. You know they're moving him back down the lineup. The man's all fucked up. There's no way he's not coming back now. Once they put him at that seven spot, I was like, he's done. There's yeah. you're not gonna see. That's not gonna help that guy at all. He needs to go. Honestly, he should spend some time in either AAA or just not playing for a little bit. They won't send him in AAA. Yeah. Well, you, can't, you can't send. Yeah. Well, all I'm saying is he needs. I think the uh, moving him take, to seventh was probably. Maybe not the best thing for him, but it was something that was necessary for the team. Like you can't just keep batting the guy seventh or second. That's no. giving you nothing. Like, and yeah. it's not like Schwarber. Where at least Schwarber, say all you want. You he know walks I mean? a ton. He wa- he gets on base. Yeah, yeah. And he gets your runs. I mean, he he strikes out a shit ton, which is whatever. But like when he does make contact, that shit's usually going yard, or he's getting walked. And I'm cool with that. So like that's yeah, fine. He's a, a, a strange leadoff hitter, but uh, he's earned that uh, spot you know, though. Whatever. He's earned that right. Where Trey Turner with that price tag, my man hasn't done shit, and then it's like affecting his fielding. Is that fielding right? Oh yeah, he had whole... a couple errors like la- over the last few we- day, last weekend, last mm-hmm. weekend. I'm sorry, he had a couple errors. And like yeah, like when it starts leaking into like his play on the field, his play at the plate, just talking with umps, just his vibes in the clubhouse it's like yeah you gotta his whole demeanor is just off yeah he just looks very like i don't remember the last time i seen him look happy no like i get it he's probably in world baseball class yeah he's not an emotional guy but like he doesn't look because he's playing like shit and the fans are letting him hear it and he's not used to like the whole blase la crowd i guess of baseball but like it's across the whole top of the lineup i mean now harper is i mean his average is floating around 280 on bases around three hundred. Like now guys, you're going to start saying he needs to hit for more power after last no, week. No, no. I'm saying he at least pulled it. Like, he does his job. He at least makes meaningful hits in moments that Had at least help out the team. Uh, you know, Tuesday night. Yeah. Yeah. That double. That yeah. Double, Great. Yeah. To set up Castellanos. Like, yep. that was huge. Yeah. So he does he does what he needs to do. JT, another one. I don't know what his deal is. He's, he's not he's really. He's just playing too much, man. Yeah, hopefully it's this good. Break, I'm glad yeah, that, like that he had, skin rip may have been a blessing yeah, in disguise. I'm glad yeah, he got a few days off for a couple been days. Playing so damn much, you realize 
Garrett Stubbs, at least before, like, I think it was today's game, mm-hmm. had played 16 games all year. That's bad. Most backup catchers yeah. are playing 25 to 30 by now. True, true, yeah. true. Well, maybe he was doing a big push. Like, either way, all I'm saying is that, like, if he comes back, hopefully he got the rest he needed. But if they could do something like that to Trey Turner, that'd be ideal. Give him some time off away. You know, you got a pretty easy schedule still. But, you know, we'll see. I don't. I don't feel. They're, they they're stringing KC wins next. They're mm-hmm. stringing wins right. together. They're just not really doing it in the it's most pretty man. way. Yeah, they're getting lucky. I mean, today they got that big rally because the pitcher literally walked four guys in one inning and hit somebody. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. What I would love to see is just for them to hit some home runs with guys on base. Yeah. Like. Castellanos said the one, it was a two-run homer. Like, where are the three-run homers? Where are the grand slams? Like, that's how you blow teams out. That's how you really start to make us feel like this team's on to something. On a night-to-night basis. You, know I mean? you had the right. bases loaded two times. Once was loaded, they hit the guy. All right, fine. Someone comes in, loaded again. You got Schwarber up here. Granted, you know, he could have, that was, he got the green light. It was 3-0. You got to go for it. But, like, damn, you know, we got an opportunity here to really knock some runs in and, who does it but Alec Baum, the guy that's really been the guy coming in clutch, you know, between Baum and Stott, Marsh, all these yeah. young guys coming Even up. Even Rojas. Rojas is doing well. Sosa, you know, Rohan. like people are doing pretty well. But the guys that you're paying the big bucks for just, I don't know. They're just in a weird, I'm not even going to call it a slump. They just look just out of it. a weird season. Yeah, that's all. I don't know. You know what I thought was interesting was that – uh Obviously, we know that they traded for Michael Lorenzen, who I like. That dude's yoked. He can hit a yeah. little bit. Did you Yo, see his weird uh, like workout video yeah. that was going around? He's frolic, dude. Yeah. He's, like, yeah, he's dude. jacked. But he can also hit. Yeah. but they, they Not are, as much of a big deal anymore, but... Yeah, he's he's no show. He can do, I no, guess. He's pretty much like Otani in my philosophy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got Otani light. Yeah. He basically got Shohei Otani. Right. But uh, <laughs> the, the point I was going to make is they went for, for him, like, more pitching than this guy that got caught with the cell phone in his pocket. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. He basically pulled a Ben yep. Simmons in a real game. Suspended for a game for that shit. Good. You can't be running the bases with your phone in your pocket. What are you doing? Taking a selfie on second base? Well, it's like leaving the house. Phone, wallet, keys. Maybe he just forgot to, like, not, you know, take it out. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> has the routine down. <laughs> yeah. But, uh... Yeah, what I thought was interesting is that after those moves, Dombrowski like kind of spoke and said, "Yeah, we have faith in the guys in here that they're going to produce. They need to produce." He kind of <laughs> called them out indirectly, saying like, "Yeah, I wish right, they." Go no, you're oh, good. Yeah. I was, I no, was but I was just done. saying, like, I mean, because uh, I know a lot of people really wanted him to get another outfield bat, and that would have been nice. But at the same time, you know, if guys like you know. If if your main guys like Harper, Schwarber, Castellanos, Turner, like if they're not going to start hitting, then we're fucked out of the way. Like getting like another outfield bat is not going to save this team if your big guys are not producing. So, and and I think the pitching is good enough that if yeah. those guys do start producing, then we're going to be fine and could potentially make another deep playoff run. But yeah, I mean you need your you know your former MVP your 
quote best shortstop in baseball <laughs> you know best catcher the, in baseball best catcher yeah. in baseball you need those guys to start hitting or else this is you know doesn't matter either way it will be a very historic fall in the face you know it'd be like the dream team when the eagles had that loaded roster and they labeled them the dream team like if you can't make a deep playoff run with this team that is a very pathetic end of season mm. in my opinion and i don't care like you got yeah, like I mean, you, you just rattled it off we did label these guys, you know, former MVP, best catcher in baseball, best shortstop in baseball, Schwarbaum, Castellanos is an all-star, you know. I mean, I don't know what else you need. You got uh, – it doesn't make any sense to me that they couldn't do that. I hear you that it would be pretty pathetic. It would be. It won't be the biggest disappointment in baseball ever. The Mets have already kind of taken the <laughs> yeah. cake for that this year. Well, the, well yeah. you know biggest payroll ever. Damn. And their sellers. That, yeah, that is – kind of the funniest thing ever. yeah that's incredible For regardless of what happens with the phillies this year we can take solace in the fact that the mets spent like 450 like a half billion dollars and they had to sell the cool part is too about that is now that in that division that they sent verlander and scherzer back to uh the rangers and astros are tied for first place that's wild yeah, yeah. which is kind of funny because they'll be playing each other i think i don't know the next week or so and they'll most likely be facing off against each other which would be pretty that's pretty crazy. cool to see, you know. But Verlander, the owner of uh, the Astros, is like, yeah, they pretty much ate his whole contract. So uh, <laughs> I mean, we didn't got, want to pay they're, him. They're good for they it. They paid him. They took the contract. We just got him back for free. Like, we didn't want him to go last year, but we weren't going to pay him that much. <laughs> the Mets it paid his ass. Yeah, them, yeah they got him back just in time for the postseason. This is all, this is all <laughs> karma for the Mets doing that in spring training when they practice celebrating winning the World Series. Do you remember that? No. What? <laughs> like it was like during spring training, they were just like kind of for fun. We're like practicing like what? Like yeah, dude. They like, were like practicing like like uh being like yeah, we went and yeah, exactly, doing all that shit. It just, all started when Edwin Diaz got hurt. Yep. Yeah, it's all because of, it's all because of the World Baseball Classic. That those yeah, like we were saying before, like these guys are all right. It's actually World Baseball Classic was a huge conspiracy against the Mets. <laughs> to screw the them. Yeah, I don't know. Got any other other uh, baseball stuff? Is that about cover it? Nah, I think that there's about does it. I like the the Lorenzen move. Think that he'll give them some pitching depth. Yeah, um, he was an all star this year. He's been good. Hasn't been like uh, you know all star. Like I mean, I think I think it was the first all star game he made, and it was on the shitty Detroit Tigers. So I guess that was maybe yeah, their yeah, every, every team one. needs to have an all star. There was their guy, he was but their he has been star. good. He has been solid this year. Yeah, I mean, he's he could be a. Uh, and especially, you know, we're obviously, if we get into the playoffs, are going to be a wild card team. So that means like you want to have Full more starting games. pitching yeah. depth. And, yep. Yeah, because you want to have a strong pen. Yeah, yeah, you might not be able to start your number one starter in the division round if you get through and you need that depth. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah I like it. I think that the fact that he's versatile, you can slide him in the bullpen if you need it, is good. Some of these guys. Like Kimbrel's thrown the most innings, or he's yep. gonna end up throwing the most innings he's thrown in like seven years or something. Uh, Soto, Strom, they've thrown a lot of innings. Who's the other guy I'm thinking? Oh, Alvarado and Dominguez mm-hmm. can't really stay healthy. So, yeah, I mean, worst case scenario, you can slide Lorenzen, you can slide yeah. Chris Sanchez into the bullpen for a week or two to just kind of give those guys a break. Pitching wasn't, you know, what I'm saying like the Phillies' biggest need. But it was kind of a sneaky need that Definitely. I don't know, we never really talked about. I mean, because yeah. we were, 
I mean, I feel like that's been the name of the game of the whole season that we've been waiting to see, like what the bats do. Things yeah. like, we won't need the pitching, but it's like okay, like they've been. We had them for three or four months. They were doing great, the pitching, the bullpen, but now they're kind of hitting that, like you said, that that game count so to come catch up with some of these guys where they're getting a little sloppy, not playing super great. Even Walker, I mean, he didn't have the best showing either the other day, but you know, again, it's late part of the season. Dog good, days, good pickup, yeah. yeah. But, uh, all right, yeah, I mean, that's all I got here in my notes. Yeah, I guess we can talk briefly, but, I mean, I haven't really been watching too intently the, the women's We World watched Cup. the end of that last game. We watched game. the end of the yeah. Netherlands game. I did not watch, yeah. Like, the second half, I guess. Um, they tie against them, and then I definitely did not watch the 3 a.m. game. Oh, you didn't wake up for that? I was going to ask if y'all did. No. no, I had to go to the office like, that day. I was like, I can't do that shit. Yeah, I'm thank not, God I didn't, because there wasn't a like week, a. Maybe if it was on a weekend, maybe, but not. Uh, yeah, not if I have work. That's not happening. Gotcha. So they draw, draw against Portugal. Apparently, if you look at like the advanced stats and the, like the expected goals, they edge them out pretty well. And just so I don't know if they were just a little bit unlucky, but it definitely seems like this team has kind of lost a lost a step. There's like some new players, new coach. Some players are getting older. Some players are getting older. Yeah, it's just kind of is what it is. Some of these other countries are starting to put more resources into the women's game. I mean, that was kind of the big advantage that the U.S. had for a while. Is that a lot most of these countries that are big soccer countries, just like to be honest, just didn't really give a shit about women's soccer and just yeah. didn't put the resources into you know, developing players and all this stuff. And the U.S. did, and that's what gave us such a huge advantage. And that that uh, gap's kind of starting to close. And uh, it's definitely a little more competitive. I don't know. I guess we'll see what happens. But it was not an inspiring group stage for them, that's for sure. No, I was kind of surprised to wake up. And, like, I started following it on Twitter before I checked the score of the game, like just catching up on my tweets from the night before. Seeing like, oh, it's so close. This one hit the post. And then I saw a meme that's like U.S. goal or U.S. players when they saw that hit the goal post. And it was like them biting their nails or whatever. Yeah. And just like, ugh. I'm, In the 90-second minute. It's not great that they I came mean, to that. And did, then you like, see, did you see Carly Lloyd was pissed off yeah. at them celebrating or whatever? Rightfully oh, so. No, I did not so, see that. So they, so Philly they, girl, dude. Yeah, mm-hmm. so Pretty they, much, so anyway. They, they yeah. had a draw yeah. against Portugal, which was enough to get them past the group stage. Which, like, I get it. Like, you made it to the next round. Yeah. That's, like, something. But, but it's like, don't you're celebrate supposed for to a be, draw. Yeah, you're supposed to be, um, you know, one of the favorites in the tournament. And you... Got you kind of squeaked by the group stage, drawing two of the games. It's not really like good for her. She should be upset. Yeah. And, well, yeah, the coach defended was, them. They were like, "Well, Carly Lloyd said the player of the game was the post for the yeah. US. She, she so, ain't wrong, yeah. dude. They should put. They, they got to put her on WIP. Damn. She yeah, they soon. should. <laughs> she's from Jersey. She'll yeah. be on there. Yeah. Yeah, she's got to be on WIP. Just talking shit. I think that also though, like, she'll be the new Angelo. I think that yeah. I'm not super concerned though with the team. I think that yeah, we're not coming in as hot as we did the last couple of years. But you know, with the World Cup, it's it's an eight year run you're doing right there. Like you know, it's not necessarily like oh you're you know you just won the Super I Bowl. I get it. Yeah, you're back like it's a lot. You're losing players. You're definitely getting older. Players get old, right? Yeah. But you know, this I was surprised when they played um, the Netherlands. We were there for that. They had that, you know, they tied it up. But there were a couple of tries that they had where they could have probably got a couple more goals in that game. So they had that life in them. I think they might have, you know, 
Portugal game was tough for sure. I don't think the team was that good looking at the highlights and all that, but they just looked lazy to me, the U.S. women's team at that game. But I'd have to believe that when they go into the knockout round, you'll see more Rapino. I know she's getting older, but I think they were saving some other players here and there. Um, but I think they'll get it together. You know, I don't know if they're going to make that big run that they've done the last two years, but running it three times in a row, I feel like is, I it's mean, not easy. it would be yeah, a hard task to ask anybody, especially with a buddy, you know, kind of a hodgepodge of people. Yeah. Uh, Pew, couple people, A, were getting too old, so they couldn't play. A couple of the people that have won it the last two years, well, last year, last, you know, whatever the last one, who's young, Pew, she got hurt in training camp toward, toward ACL. So there's people that have, have have had to step up that this is their first World Cup. And it's definitely, you're seeing that, like, yeah. you know. But I will say Rodman and Smith have been playing lights out. I mean, their speed, agility. Smith's the big girl. Yeah. Yeah. She's the moose. But yeah. she'll be killing it, you know. Yeah, she but, was good in that Netherlands game. She was beasting she, people. Yeah. But different team than playing Vietnam. Like, you play the Netherlands, they'll mm-hmm. be big. We're playing Sweden, I think, on the first game in the knockout round. Who's going to be another big, physical, yeah. Nordic type of... The, the women are big. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, you know. They're, they, they're going to have girls in Viking helmets out there huge. just trucking people. Yeah, they're all like Helga and whoever else their names are. Like, <laughs> big, brolic women out there with tree trunks for thighs, which is great for the sport, you know. I'm just saying. But, yeah. you know, it'll be a tall task to ask. But I think they'll... They'll be okay, I hope. Mm. <laughs> I, I, just, I just hope the game's not at 3 a.m. because I'm trying to watch this one. Like, that would be ass. Yeah, yeah, that wasn't ideal. But, uh, yeah, it's all in fucking Australia, New Zealand. So, but it's way better. I mean, in my mind, at least with this, with the women's team, it's a lot better soccer to watch than the men's team of late. The men's team might be on men the up and up. But, dude. Yeah. Right? They've, but like, t- they've taken a, a little step forward. But, yeah, I mean, but it's just nice to see that, like, the women's team is the one that's, like, the dominant premier sport to watch it's not like oh listen that like they're they're awesome they're rock stars like you want them to win it feels better when they win i hope they could pull it together but yeah they definitely had a sloppy start which we haven't seen in you know eight years yeah. more than that whatever have you but yeah yeah i guess that was one of the things unrelated to to soccer but related to women's sports and also we made it most of the episode without talking the damn about the damn sixers which has been nice but <laughs> Yo, on Sunday when I was all laid up thinking I tore my ACL, <laughs> I put on a WNBA game, dude. It was New York Liberty, I think, against the Los Angeles team, whoever the the Lakers are of the WNBA. It was a fun game to watch, right? Okay. Like, dude, it's so wild to me that, like, these women are so underpaid. Oh, compared yeah. to like the the men in the NBA, some of these girls can ball like yeah. shooting like threes from thirty feet and just like hooping, like not taking any shit. The thing I like the most, no drama. We watch an NBA game, you see James Harden flopping for no reason, mm-hmm. waving his arms. You see Draymond Green setting moving screens all the time. You see, you see just this coaches screaming at each other, players screaming at each other. Mm-hmm. The women didn't have none of that. They're just there to hoop, just there to ball. And, like, they're so much better fundamentally. Yeah. I saw more bounce passes in that game than I've seen in the NBA in five NBA games. Like, they play with way more pace than the Sixers. <laughs> Philly needs a WNBA team, dude. Yeah. Well, it makes, it it makes sense, team. especially if Hell yeah. <laughs> I feel like the Sixers, like, if they're trying to build that new arena, they should... I feel like part of the pitch should be 
we're going to do everything we can to bring a WNBA team here because then that kind of alleviates one of the concerns that like, what are you going to do with this place during the summer? Right. Then, you know, it makes sense. But I don't know. It'd be cool. I would go to games. I think yeah. you're seeing I that. don't really watch WNBA because Philly doesn't have a team. And I'm like, I don't want to like get right. attached to some other team. And then a few years down the road, Philly gets a team. And I got to like, you know, I don't want to have to have that conflict. I think shout out too, though, to like the NCAA women's tournament now where like, you know, Oh, that before, was great before this year. the WNBA yeah. used to be pretty, you know, bad. I'm not gonna lie; it's all just layups and just boring basketball. Now, now they should they now, shot threes from like yeah. thirty feet. Now but I was like, ku- damn. Kudos yeah. to the to the girls coming out of college and stuff like that that are kind of making their name for themselves and really stepping up, just elevating everybody's play, which is great yeah. to see. Like that that last finals was amazing to watch. You know, with LSU and I forget the other the other school that was playing uh, that, but in. Iowa. Iowa, yeah. yeah. I mean, phenomenal game. And you had ballers on both sides, shooting threes, you know. So it's good to see that it's coming into the WNBA as well, which is, you know, exciting. Yeah. This makes it more fun to watch. It's tough when you watch a game with just constantly just layups and little things. but Or when you watch a game and everyone's just screaming at the ref the whole time, <laughs> well, like, the, like the Sixers. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I had so much more fun watching some random WNBA game mm-hmm. than I had watching game six or game seven of the Sixers. Yeah. <laughs> Against the Celtics series, just like wow, man, what a stark contrast. But really? uh, yeah, I mean that's just me getting on my women's sports soapbox. Like, like we're saying, the, the women's soccer team's more fun to watch. WN game, WNBA games, right now are more fun to watch than the, my my most recent memories. Anyway, of that the makes Sixers sense. That's a fair point. But yeah, that we don't need to talk about the Sixers any more than that. I have yeah. no desire to. It's been great not Mm-mm. talking about that shit show. So let's see. We got USA versus what? Netherlands coming up. I think it's next. Tuesday. Oh, we got to play it? that bratty girl again? No. You remember that, that girl? That was not Netherlands. Sweden, I mean. Sweden. Oh, Sweden, oh Sweden. right. Okay. Not that bitch. No, but they, yeah, that girl Swedes. was a brat. That was, I will oh, say, though, my. we have the record now. I think they're, well, we owned it before, but I think 22 or 25 straight uh, World Cup matches without giving up a point or whatever it's like we've either drawn or won That's 22 yeah, which something. is like a record which is i mean the team is you know they've been on a dynasty run so it'd be sad to see it end but i think they got some fight left in them you guys hear this shit about uh obama's chef oh, yeah we we're talking man. about this over the weekend yeah, yeah, yeah. well it's it really happened like a week. We could have talked about it last week if we were talking about aliens, which maybe the alien thing was to distract from what? the Obama chef thing. <laughs> if I'm putting my tinfoil hat on here for a second. <laughs> but yeah, but have you seen like there's all these uh, like uh, crazy conspiracy theories about it and stuff, which has all been kind of. Pre- first of all, people, first people were saying that he drowned in like four feet of water, and it was like no, it was eight feet. Like it was definitely deep enough to drown. Four feet still and deep then, enough to drown. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, you'd really have to try, try hard. Yeah. Well, paddleboarding, you hit your head on a rock. I mean, you know. Yeah, I guess if you were like incapacitated, yeah. you were like you know. But and then people were there was this rumor going around that this chef was working on a a tell all book. About the Obamas. Oh. Which, who knows? Apparently, that's bullshit, too. But, I mean, oh. I don't know. Who's going to believe? You know what I'm saying? Tell all. He. Uh, <laughs> my man only knew them as a. He was a sous chef when they were in the White House. Yeah, what else does he I know? Mean, well, no, but he was there. He was also their personal chef at their place in Martha's Vineyard, I believe. Is that, right. That's when after, this happened. After the. Right. But he got his. See, this is what. This is why I can't be going down these wormholes like this shit. 
he first met the Obamas as a Sioux in the White House. It yeah, wasn't yeah, even yeah. the head chef there. He was making their beer. He ended up being fond of the Obamas. Oh, I don't know why. They were master. cool. They got close. They ended up elevating his status and shit like that. It was his thing. I mean, what a great gig. I feel bad. A beautiful man going down like that is very unfortunate. He, how, he was young, right? Real young. He was like 44, yeah. I think, or something. Mid-40s, mid I Young, believe. very fit, good-looking dude. Here's the know? thing, dude. Eight years earlier, one of the Clinton's chefs died in a drowning accident. Do you know about that? Also Martha's Vineyard? Because they got a house up there. No, too. this was in like uh, New Mexico, I believe Oh, it was. okay. He was the Clinton's chef, and then he also kept the job into the Bushes' first term. So it's hard to say whether the Clintons or the Bushes killed him. <laughs> I don't see the Bushes caring about anything, really. Yeah, George, I think the Clintons are probably like, yeah, don't be helping them. Yeah. We're coming for your dude, ass, dude. So I, don't I, trust also the saw, I also saw mm. one of the, you know these like uh, you know right wing conspiracy guys or whatever. There was this photo going around of Obama from like a, a few days ago or whatever after after the guy died of him. I think, I think he was like on a golf course or something and. A couple of his fingers are all bandaged, bandaged up, oh, and they're like, snap. "Oh, let's wonder how he got those." Wonder, <laughs> this is this a crazy <laughs> oh, coincidence yeah. no. that Obama's hands are bandaged up after this guy dies? And I just love the idea that I mean, look, I wouldn't, I definitely would not put it past the president to have someone killed for some reason. I'm sure that's happened plenty of times in history. Yeah, but I don't think he's gonna do it <laughs> personally. Yeah, a he's chef. Gonna, yeah, what? and the chef was husky as shit. Obama's. Not for nothing, not like... Well, Obama didn't kill himself. I'm just saying, though, yeah. if, that's well, that's the cons- the if that's what the conspiracy is the going the down the trail of... Obama just... The chef is... Just in the middle of the night, just snuck into his room. Yeah. Just grabbed his ass and threw him overboard. Just didn't want didn't to hire anyone to do it or anything. They were like, I told you, just I didn't uh, like fettuccine Alfredo. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you want to get something done right, sometimes you got to do it yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I love killing people. <laughs> it does fuck with drones, but yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Yo, do you think it was the Obama birthers that were involved somehow? Hell yeah. I don't know. I think this guy just... Uh, I mean, they're running the conspiracy shit for sure. Yeah, they're, they're, they're definitely behind this in some the regard. The comments, when that first first came out, reading through the comments, I was like, They're probably like, so oh, he knows up, Obama man. wasn't born in America. Right. Uh, so he's hiding something. Mm-hmm. That's right. I almost like forgot about that whole thing. When I saw this happen, I looked that up. That was like the OG Obama conspiracy mm-hmm. thing was the the birther. So it's probably the same people 100%. planted this seed. Yeah, well, I mean, that's just that's just like half of America now are just crazy conspiracy. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. It's just uh, that whole thing has expanded pretty wildly. Scary. It's yeah. honestly scary. It's terrifying. Yeah, I got a conspiracy theory. The <laughs> people from the submersible grabbed his ass. They brought him down under. Martha's Vineyard's not that far from where they di- there they supposedly died, dude. The Titanic. Yeah. Thing? Newfoundland, like up near Newfoundland to Martha's Vineyard, ain't that far. True by sub. Martha's Vineyard's, but that's like Massachusetts, right? Yeah, yeah. Damn. Yeah, maybe they're still they alive were, somewhere. They just they the grabbed sub, him, just, dude. The submarine they brought him down to the submersible. Of, uh, they're chilling in a different gravity sub. vortex and just sucked him in. Yeah, they're all hanging out. Yeah, they're all hanging out, pissing Nobody's and pooping. <laughs> Same submarine, just, just eating, eating each other, just Damn. eating each other's hair and boogies every day. They say, get your ass in here, thinking he had some snacks on him. Doesn't have any snacks yeah, on it's him. It's like, yeah, you're a chef. You you can turn this turn, turn this Chad hair into, into a delicacy. Yeah, turn Chad into a fucking, you know, burrito real quick. 
It's like, bro, how am I going to do that on this tiny little submarine? <laughs> it's like, now nah, that didn't actually that happen, but no, no, no. and Damn. I don't believe that that actually happened. I'm just messing around. I feel bad for this guy, though. You know what I mean? Now, what? People are like, wow, fuck his chef stuff. That's about how the Clintons could, again, the yeah, scary it's... Clintons could possibly be involved in killing somebody. But, you know, we have actual facts and evidence that someone did other things. And everyone's like, well, maybe he didn't do anything that bad. It's like, this is some fucked up shit right now. I miss yeah. the days of Bush where he was just saying, like, let's go get the terrorist. Now watch this drive. It hit a golf ball. <laughs> he wasn't high in the fact that he golfed. He was like, yeah, we're going to fix this shit. Now watch this. <laughs> Fucked up. So what you're saying is you miss Bush. No. All I right. Miss, all right. I miss, okay. I miss that style of idiot where, like, it wasn't so maniacal. The guy was literally just a dumbass. You know what I mean? It wasn't, like, a methodical yeah. being behind he didn't have, Yeah, he didn't have to there be was the no, maniacal like, guy. There was Dick, no, Chan- like, cult- Dick Cheney was the maniacal yeah, guy Dick Cheney was running. Exactly. Right. He, he was, was really, running shit. There, there was, was the no cult following master. of anything. It was just like, oh, all right, this guy's a dumbass, like, uh, you know, whatever. He just wants to be a painter. Yo, what's Dick Cheney up to? Maybe he's involved. He definitely is uh, involved. He's got to be close to dead, man. He's like... Those old people he's had that... like heart transplants and all this shit or something like he has like I feel like a heart attack like every year for a while. Those oh, old geez. evil don't people know. don't die. Yeah. It was just, yeah, yeah. I mean, Henry yeah, Kissinger still kind of alive. Just never die. They never die. Right, mm. Kissinger's still alive. He Kissinger's just turned still kicking. Yeah, he's uh, how old's Dick Cheney? I get to look the it queen up. Queen just died. He's She's like five hundred years old. Yeah, I'm gonna say Dick all Cheney is eighty three. You're y'all saying eighty three. You said mm, Dick Cheney? Because I'm thinking, like, he must have been, like, in his How 60s. How old is Bush? Bush got to be... I'm going to say... Bush is in his early 70s at I'm this I'm going to say Dick Cheney yeah, 80, is... What did you say, 83? I'm going to say 87. I'm going to say... You said 83. You said 87. Yeah. I'm going to say 80. Survey says... He is... Come on, scroll through all those political accolades. 82. Oh, wow, well, okay. He's younger than I thought. Younger than I, thought. I said 83, but so yeah. I figured he was probably, like, well into his 60s by the time he was in the, the Bush administration, but I guess... We Dude, he's definitely old enough to be pulling some strings behind mm-hmm. this. Big time. He's got that, he's <laughs> yeah, got that he's maniacal still... shit to him. Or not old enough, young enough. He's definitely capable enough to be pulling some strings. I he's mean... up to something, dude. He probably arranged for this guy to be killed. He didn't like him. No no one's cooking for the Obamas. I don't like him. No. But feel bad for the guy. R.I.P. to, you know, good dude. Yeah, I'll pour one out for him. Yeah, not on the carpet. I won't pour beer out on your carpet. Not not on this lovely carpet. (laughs) But damn. All right, well... I think that'll just about do it for us here tonight. Inaugural video pod, yo. Yeah, peace, yeah peace. hopefully we'll get some get some clips out of here. I gotta start. I gotta start. Uh, I don't know. I have to start dressing a little bit, <laughs> a little better. Yeah. I gotta, you know, I gotta be camera ready now. Uh, but uh, okay, from all, uh, please, <laughs> please uh, leave us a five star rating and review wherever you get your podcast. Send us an email at citywidepod at gmail.com and from all of us here at the Citywide good morning, good afternoon, good night peace See ya. <laughs>